Hey guys, I hope everybody's doing good. I hope y'all are staying in the Word of God and, and uh, continuing to grow in, in the Spirit. Um, I hadn't, I haven't been on here in a little bit, you know, but I just felt the Lord really strongly leading me to to share this message. Um, I know I said that I'm going to be starting a series, and I'm still working on it, on godly dating versus godly waiting, and that's coming. It's coming. But uh, I wanted to just share with you guys tonight, you know, something that I've shared before. I went live on my Facebook this past summer, <laughs> and God just, he, he really put this heavy on my heart, you know, and I, I was going through a difficult time. I had been battling the court system for my daughter. There were some accusations that had come up that were just completely false. It was just a, a, <laughs> an evil tactic of trying to alienate my little girl from me. And... Uh, as we all know, you know, God reveals the truth and the truth comes to light. Um, and, you know, light over overcomes darkness, you know, and I got my little girl back. But, you know, through this time, I had planted a garden behind my, my house. And, you know, I had started, you know, to, to, you know, nurture it and to water it and, you know, you know, pluck out weeds and stuff. And then I ended up having to let it go just because I was dealing with so much and filing court paperwork and just dealing with all this craziness. <coughs> and anyway... You know, but still, in the midst of all this, I had some flowers that I planted in my front yard. And I have some beautiful rose bushes. And, you know, I wanted to have, you know, some family get-togethers and stuff in my front yard. So, I planted some grass. <coughs> and, um, my grass wasn't wasn't taken for some reason. It just, it wasn't, it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't taken. It wasn't growing. And I'm sitting out there one day, too, and I'm, I'm looking at my front yard. And I'm like, God, like, my grass isn't growing. And then I look over at my flowers and my rose bushes and I look at these flowers and I'm like or like it's difficult every day to be out here watering these flowers and plucking these weeds and nurturing them and taking care of them and you know these weeds they just keep coming and they're coming and they're coming they're growing and I'm not even watering these weeds I'm killing them and I'm pu pulling them out and yet they still come back up like God but yet you know these flowers I gotta nurture them and water them every day but these weeds they just they're growing all over my yard even in places where you know there's no water and it hasn't rained and we you know it's just it's crazy and I'm thinking this and, and God just puts on my heart <coughs> he just speaks to me and, and I begin to cry I'm like wow God like that's just powerful and what the Lord put on my heart what he told me was in life we are that flower, that beautiful flower, that plant that God has planted us from a seed. And in order for us to continue to grow, we got to continue to nurture ourselves in the Word of God. To nurture, to water our spirit, to surround ourselves with the things of God. These weeds, these worldly things are going to keep coming and trying to attack us and try to take over. But we got to pluck them out. We got to pluck them out. Throw them away, those things, those worldly things, those those people that you shouldn't be around, you got to pluck them out and throw them away. And continue to nurture your spirit and water. And if you don't, if you don't nurture yourself in the Word of God every day, if you don't continue to surround yourself with people of God, if you don't get in your Word and spend time in prayer and, and water your spirit, <coughs> then you're going to be overtaken by weeds. By weeds and weeds come naturally weeds come naturally in this earth we live in a sinful world 
sin is a natural thing that is just in the world. And us as Christians, we got to overcome that. We got to trust God. Like I say, you got to get on your knees every day, every night, and in, in, in a sincere way, be genuine. Cry out to God, Lord, help me, God. Lord, forgive me. Lord, I know I've done this. I've done this wrong, Lord. And God, I'm a sinner, Lord, but I'm, I'm begging you for forgiveness, Lord. Please forgive me. No, but a lot of people don't do that. I've, uh, one thing that I say is I can tell someone that's close to God by when they pray by when they pray the way they talk to God the way they talk to God you can tell someone that has a good relationship you know, with their spouse their husband or their wife by the way they communicate by the look in their eyes by the joy they have when they talk to each other or they see each other honey how was your day how oh, it was good or it was a difficult day but I'm glad that I'm home because I get to see you and my day just got a whole lot better you know, and the smile, the sparkle in their eye, when you see that, it's genuine. Versus when someone walks in the door, I'm tired, I'm going to go lay down. Butts for dinner. See, you see the way they communicate, and you see the difference in the relationship. <coughs> when someone prays, whether they pray for the food, or they pray over someone, or anything, you hear them communicate with God. They cry out to an almighty God. Lord, God, you're so good. You're wonderful, God. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done, for what you're doing in my life. God, I thank you for forgiving me, Lord. I thank you for this food, God. I thank you, God, that, that you provide the food, that you, you always make a way, God, that you take care of my family, Lord. Lord, you're so good. I love you. I thank you. Versus the one that doesn't really have a relationship with God. Lord, thank you for this food. Bless it to our bodies. Rub-a-dub-dub. Thanks for the grub. Amen. Like, you know, you, you get to know someone. The relationship with God by the way they pray. What is your relationship with God? What's your relationship like with God? Do you spend time in prayer? I mean, I'm not perfect. I mean, I make jokes all the time. and I mean, <laughs> with my family. And I, I do think sometimes that I shouldn't do you know I'm a sinful person but then I realized God like Lord cleanse me and purify me God because I'm a sinner and sometimes I don't realize what I'm saying or what I'm doing Lord but God I want to get closer to you every day is that what how your heart is you know I believe that we're living in the last days I truly believe that with everything inside me, everything that I've read, everything that I've studied, <coughs> I truly believe that we're in the last days. Prophecy from the Bible is being fulfilled before our very eyes right now. God can come back at any time. But yet people are waiting. We're in quarantine now and things are shut down and whatnot. People are wearing masks, but they're waiting for the bars to open up, for the clubs to open up so that they can go out and party and celebrate that COVID is over. You know what they should be celebrating? They should be celebrating that, you know what, God's return is soon. God, Lord, help me, God, to, to reach my family, Lord. Lord, all these signs are here. 
Lord, help me to, to reach my family, God. Cleanse me and purify me, Lord. I'm going to celebrate, God, that you're almost to come back. You could come back at any point, Lord. But no. It saddens me when I get on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all these different things. I go different places and hear the things people say. They're like, man, I just wish the bars would open up again so I could go and have a good time and go out dancing with my friends. Go and do this, go and do that. Right now, this very moment where things just seem so crazy. You know, the whole presidential thing, the COVID thing, everything going on, the wars and rumors of wars. You would think people would be afraid. <laughs> I get on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, and you know what I see? I see people out in the woods, in the mountains, they're partying, getting plastered, getting drunk, getting high. I don't think that that's honoring to God. As a matter of fact, I know that is not honoring to God. I don't care what anybody says. I'll sit down and debate with any one of you on the conviction of alcohol, drugs, marijuana. Guys, we're living in the last days. Get ready, get prepared. There's a scripture in the Bible, and I don't remember exactly where it's at or how it goes. But it says that there's going to come a day where people are going to say, Ah, you know what? I don't have to get saved right now. I don't got to give my life to God. Like, I'll have enough time. And then the Lord will show up. He'll return at a moment where they never knew. They'll be drinking, being merry, and, you know, be, being drunken, it says. They're going to be left behind. The Bible talks about the tribulation. You know, what's going to happen in those days. The Bible talks about... About... Um, the lake of fire. It talks about hell. It talks about all these things. And you would think that... It would frighten people. That people would get on fire for God. A preacher once said... Pastor David Porter from Michigan, a powerful preacher, powerful man of God, great influence on my life. He's gone to be with the Lord now, and his testimony is just so powerful. I remember sitting in church one time, and he said, if we were truly, truly knew what hell was like, our fists and our knuckles would be so bloody and busted from knocking on people's doors knocking on their doors and crying out and our voices would be hoarse from saying hell is real it's real guys it's real please give your life to Jesus repent of your sins because it's so real the flames the fire the lake of fire if we truly knew what hell was like we would be banging on people's doors We'd be out in the streets. We'd be inside Walmart. Preaching the gospel. Screaming at the top of our lungs. Give your life to Jesus. He's real. Heaven is real. Hell is real. 
Jesus is coming soon. But no. People are laid back. We live in a day where there's a watered down gospel, a diluted gospel. Where many churches just preach what they want to preach instead of preaching the actual true gospel, the word of God. What the King James Bible has to say. What the what God has to say. People twist the truth. Ah, oh, the Bible said that God turned water into wine, so I can I can drink all the wine I want. No. Oh, the Bible says to be wise. It says whether you eat, whether you drink, or whatsoever you do, do it all unto the glory of God. You can't tell me that that bottle is glorifying to God. You can't tell me that while you're sitting there smoking a toke, blunt, whatever you want to call it, that you're glorifying God. You can't tell me while you're sitting there watching pornography that you're glorifying God. Nope. Sorry. The Bible says be wise. Whether you eat, whether you drink, or whatsoever you do, do it all unto the glory of God. It's important, guys. Pluck those things out of your life, those weeds. Take them out of your life. You don't need them. You'll have a beautiful garden of flowers if you continue each day to pluck those weeds and nourish that soil and nourish those, put those right nutrients into the soil and water those plants, water your spirit. Get in your Bible, read your word, feed your spirit, water your spirit so that you can grow each day to get closer to God. Pluck out those weeds, those people that shouldn't be there. Take them out of your life. I was watching a TikTok video a few days ago. <clears throat> a young lady, and I shared it on my Facebook, a young lady got on there. She said, you know what? God removed that person for your life for a reason. He removed that girlfriend for a reason. Delete those pictures. Delete those memories. Delete that phone number. Because Satan is just trying to get you to keep that phone number and those pictures and those memories to try to manipulate you from something that God has already showed you that they no longer are good for your life. If God wanted them there, he would have kept them there. He would have worked something out, but they no longer belong there because they were no good for you. And I'm not saying that that person is not a good person. They just weren't good for you. That's how it is in our lives, God. Pluck out those things that don't belong there. Delete them. Get rid of them because Satan is trying to manipulate you. He's trying to say, ah, maybe, maybe. Go have fun. Go do this. Ah, give your life to God. Give your life to God. Make those things right. Pluck out those weeds and water that spirit. Like I said, I was just sitting outside my house. And just looking at, at, <laughs> at my front yard, thinking, God, why is this grass not growing? God, why do these weeds got to grow? Why is it so hard that I got to work at this every day to pull out these weeds and water the plants? And, and God showed me, in your walk with me, in your walk with the Lord, you got to water every day and you got to pluck out those weeds. And you got to repent of your sin and come before me. Get on your knees and cry out. Because I already paid that price. I've already forgiven you. 
But are you being serious about everything? Have you truly given your life to me? Let me ask you guys that question tonight. Have you truly given your life to God? Or do you just walk around and talk the talk, but not really walk the walk? Hmm? When others see you, do they see Christ? Do they see someone different? Do they see the joy of the Lord in you? Do they see the love of God in you? Or do they just see another human being just walking around? Just another person. Or do they see Christ in you? Are you a light in the darkness? Ask yourselves that question. Self-examine yourselves. I want to challenge you guys. I do this every day. I self-examine myself because I'm like, God, I'm so imperfect. I guarantee you, when you self-examine yourself and you give your life to the Lord and you truly, truly walk with the Lord, He's going to bless you. God never promised us a perfect life. He never promised us a life free from, you know, the traumas that we go through in our life. But He did promise you His love. He did promise you that he's going to take care of you. He did promise you that you'll have eternal life. He promised you heaven. He promised you a relationship with him. Walk with the Lord, guys. Pluck out those weeds. Nourish that spirit. I hope that you guys get something from this. This is episode one. I want to continue... Um, sharing more with you guys on this topic because there's so many so many weeds in our lives but I want to continue to just share this topic and, and go in a little bit deeper as to what some of these things are that we can pluck out of our lives so I hope you guys get something out of this I hope the Lord really speaks to your hearts the way he's spoken to my heart and I hope you can share this with someone else because this is such an important message. I mean, this is a message from the Lord. I didn't just come up with this. Like God really put this on my heart. He spoke to me one day. Like I said, I was just sitting in my front yard just looking out. But uh, I pray that you guys get something from this. I pray that I'm able to be a good example. And I pray that God just speak through me. But uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the day or evening whatever whenever you're listening to this uh it is 806 it is february 1st monday 2021 and uh i'm coming to you from my truck <laughs> and uh i'm headed home but i thought that i i would just share this with you guys it's just it's such an important message and god is so real He's so real and he wants you to serve him. He wants to have that relationship with you. But are you willing to work at it? Are you willing to daily, you know, to die to yourself daily, to pluck out those weeds daily, to nourish those flowers daily? Just a quick message for you guys. Just remember, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. You know, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Jesus is 
Lord of Lords. He's King of Kings. He's Alpha and Omega. He's the first and the last, the beginning and the end. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful rest of the evening.